Welcome to the Skeptic Wire. Yes. Hello. So this is the result of you having to quit coffee last week? I've, I haven't had coffee for almost a month. Thank you very much. All right, then apparently I didn't listen to the episode quite as clearly <laughs> as I thought. So it is the sixth... No, I was just uh, talking about all of y'all. All y'all sitting at this table all being, hello. What, what's what's, what's worked, the matter? What's the matter? Hello. hello I've worked hello, 96 hello, hours hello, since hello, I saw you hello, last. Hello. 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 Yeah, whatever. Can't I get a little bit excited about being on the podcast. This podcast's not good enough for you. I'm sorry. Right I think, now, I think I'm coming not. down with a cold. Myth. I'm sorry. I have a cold. Would you like to com- complain about a parrot, perhaps? Let's try it again. Parrot sketch. Myth. I have a cold. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. Hello. It is the 6th of December, 2012. It is episode 87 of The Skeptic Wire. I'm your host, Gary Lott, and with me this week are Donna Swafford. Yeah, I'm here. And Greg Ori Perrine. Down girl, down girl. (laughs) Stop with the peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, he's, 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 never mind. He's got a slab all over his chest now. (laughs) <laughs> casting aspersions on my impeccable character. Uh, it's not that impeccable, sweetie. Yeah. You don't know me that well. But I'm sure if birds were around, they'd give you good peck. Ing. Sure. Yeah. Let's see, impeccable. Or that'd be unpeckable. Never mind. So, how was everybody's week? I was busy. Okay. In school. That's it. Man, um, this is going to be an exciting episode. Yeah. No, just First, full of talkativeness. We've been saving up all our interesting stuff for the podcast. Sure you have. Yeah. And, no. and we're just, our life is our life. Oh, I just worked a lot this, it's especially just, this past weekend. It's just going to be one of those podcasts. Okay, so we'll just move on then. You want to talk about your... I can talk about it. Um, but we had, we had the... Uh, I'm just going to totally interrupt you. <laughs> we had the 48-hour film experience this last week, so I know that was part of it. Yeah, that was part of it. Actually, that was most of it. Um, oh, okay. Because, actually, our team got screwed over by the Film Commission, and we ended up with doing a movie in 46 hours because <laughs> um, they gave us our information, and we went back to start, you know, writing it and everything else. and about I remember a, that call. And about an hour into it, we're all like, fuck, we have two locations. <laughs> we're like, shit. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, do we go with this? Because we actually had an idea of where to go with it. And we're like, okay, do we go with this? And finally it was like, no, because we're not going to get screwed over and we're not going to get disqualified because they screwed up. So we called up the film commissioner and he was all like, okay, instead of... 50s, you have crime. And we're all like, okay, awesome. And then it was all like, holy fuck, what do we do? It's 11 o'clock at night. Shit, fuck, what do we do? And we came up with our movie called Victim, and 
Um, Which will be online next week. It will be point. online next week because um, we just had the screening on Tuesday. Very went very well. We got a lot of positive response from from the audience, mainly because it was an open bar and we shut drunks up. Sure, always a good thing. I always feel that if your movies tend to do that though, because they tend to be dark, and this was no exception. Yeah, this was no exception. <laughs> um, and then the film commission's holiday party every year is next this coming Tuesday, and that's where they give out the awards. So hopefully we will walk home with something. Although I know right now we're not going to get audience award winning because <laughs> there was one film that got so many laughs that you couldn't hear parts of it. Kind of like our podcast. Yep. Well, I mean, when you've got a guy who is six foot two, looks like he is um, in training to be in ZZ Top, talking about um, how he fucked a goat in front of a Jesus statue. You know, there's just something to be said for that. Point of order. Is he talking about it in front of a Jesus statue, or did he fuck the goat in front of the Jesus statue? I'm willing to guess yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But there's no no goats were harmed in the making of the film. No goats were harmed in it. And when actually when that film comes up, I will post that on our, our webpage as well. So lots of fun filmy stuff this weekend, in addition to your usual 40 hour work week. My 40-hour work week, which is, is usually 60. like 60. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Excellent. So I'm taking tomorrow off. So between the three of us, we actually each, on average, work about a 40-hour work week. I would say that I work more than 40 hours a week. <laughs> uh-huh. So I see. So what are so you saying? Is- he, he has a six-hour work week, <laughs> is what he's saying. Is that, no, we're talking average or mean. I know I'm not being mean by asking that. I thought average and mean were the no, same. No, 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 no. Not mean quite. is just of the three, which one is the middle? Oh, okay. It's been a while since I've had to do math. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Do we have any birthdays? Do we have any ma- math later in the podcast? Do, okay, we're good. <laughs> do, we, do we have any uh, mean birthdays? We have. No, well, mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, that is a clue to who this is. Um, oh. Hitler. <laughs> Born December 6, 1941, so I'm going to say no on that guest. Hitler reborn. Hitler's Reincarnation. <laughs> when did Hitler die? Was it 42 or something? Uh, no. That's what they tell us. <laughs> Uh-oh, Don has gone over to the dark side of skepticism. <laughs> he's really on the moon. No, he's he's, he's in, in a the tube. He's in yeah. Circling it. Oh, in a tube. Oh, I thought yes. his brain was in a jar. Okay. All right, I... Apparently, we godwinned our own podcast. Yep. <laughs> Nazi. Um, well, <laughs> December 6, 1941, was a mass murderer. Oh, joy. I'm, you know, I'm still saying Hitler works for this one. Still, well, that's, couldn't, couldn't have been born on the, in uh, 1941. Uh, born during or, war. Originally raised in Chicago, lived in... Hellboy! Tex- <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh. Not Bat Ron boy? Perlman. Oh. Batboy? No, oh, could be Bad Boy. No. Is Bad Boy a mass murderer? I thought he was helping people now. I think he was in the 70s. Uh, well, since the Weekly World News kind of gave up the ghost, he's probably looking for work. Yep. Bat Boy. No, not Bat Boy. <laughs> Any of the Bat Boys that ever worked for um, uh, Texas Rangers while George Bush was not. He did live in Texas for a time. But George Bush. No. <laughs> George Bush, for all his faults, is technically not a mass murderer. Okay. Okay, so Either we have one. <laughs> we have Chicago born in 1941, 
Macy. mass murderer. Is, is, was it Macy? Gacy? Gacy. John Wayne Gacy? No. Hmm. Dahmer. Fred. Fred? Fred who? Savage? Fred, the mass murderer. <laughs> He was a he, he was a Muppet on um, Sesame Street during the first season, you know. But they quickly, not a very popular <laughs> character. But ironically, they quickly cut him. <laughs> this person did use a knife for his mass murder. I mean, I'm, I'm actually trying to Jack the Baker. Uh, the murder was in 1966. How, how long are we going to draw oh, this out? Okay. I on, don't know. Hold on, hold on. 1966. Richard Speck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually where I was trying to put it together. He's been showing you the paper for the last yeah, five minutes. Yeah, and I minutes. haven't been... I wasn't cheating. <laughs> Gary was. How's that cheating? Wait a minute, how is this cheating? You can All you can see is a white piece of paper. Because I'm awesome. <laughs> he has x-ray eyes. He bought those things on the on the back of the comic book. Yes, yeah, so I bought the specs. Richard, Richard specs. specs. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Richard uh, Franklin Speck was born December 6, 1941, um, had uh, fairly conservative, teetotaling Christian parents, and then the father died, and the mother remarried to basically a drunk, abusive asshole. They moved to Texas for, for a while, and... Right. So, okay. remarried the drunk, abusive asshole, and then moved to Texas. Wow. <laughs> yes. They got married and basically followed him to Texas. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. This is where they all come to. Wow. Just noting something here. Noting that I moved to Texas and I am not a murderer. Thank you very much. Or a drunk, but still. Yeah. How do you know that your kids are not going to grow up to be that? Yeah, you're effectively Mormon. <laughs> what kids and what Mormon? What you? <laughs> Actually, what I was thinking is, if I, I'm just putting it together, and you're hitting all the creepy little. Are you saying that or... he was born in 1941? No, I'm not really saying pretty that. good. For 1941. It makes me, what, 80, uh, nearly 80 years old. 72. Well, fortunately, or unfortunately, <laughs> Richard Speck is not alive today. Uh, uh, wasn't he executed? Yes. Um, no. Maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back up. Why don't you read about Mr. Speck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he probably died in prison or... Yeah, he died in prison. Yeah. I just looked it up. So he he was basically raised most of his formative his his kind of growing up years was down in Texas and he was not a great student he he gotten he started getting in fights and stuff and then uh, he he dropped out of high school and started he drank a lot he got in fights he he would often get in a bar fight and a knife would be brandished or stab someone or whatever so he had done some prison time off and on and again and, um, As they often do. And uh, after not. one of his after one of his latest robberies, he basically skipped town and left Texas and moved back up to the Chicago area of Illinois, where all the other criminals are. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, he trumped around a bit, stayed with his sister who was living up there, and um, got. You have a was, sister in Chicago, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> I have an ex fiance in Chicago. It's not the same thing. Trust me. <laughs> it would be if you were from. Never mind. You know what? I'm just insulting everybody right now. <laughs> when in his early year or so up in Chicago, he um, apparently uh, killed a couple people at knife point and 
did some, um, he, he basically left town to Chicago. It, it was like just outside of Chicago and then left town for Chicago. So pretty close. I'm not sure why the police couldn't find him. Um, he couldn't keep a job. His brother tried to get him a job in the Merchant Marines and, um, he ended up essentially going into a, a nurse's dormitory where these, these women were learning to be nurses and stabbed a whole bunch of them with a knife uh, and raped one of them and uh, left his prints around and he was easily found within a short amount of time. Okay, that makes... Okay. <laughs> like, He's you know, just, we, we can't find him when he's outside of Chicago, but it happens in Chicago. <laughs> what happens in Chicago yeah. stays in he Chicago? Was a, he was a stupid criminal. But, yeah. you know, this was the 1960s where it was a little easier to hide and go off the grid. Yeah, that's true. Especially because he, he, he didn't work a lot of Social Security number jobs. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of handyman, stuff like that. So the reason why I bring up Richard Speck as a skeptical birthday is there was a lot of stuff going on bef- in the beginning of the trial up to right before the first appeal to the Supreme Court, where um, there was this whole idea of saying that um, in the year or so leading up to the murder and the trial, there was a lot of stuff in the press about um, assigning people who had an XYY extra chromosome. Yeah, the aggressive male chromosome. Were basically saying, oh, well, they're all aggressive, they're all violent, and they're all criminals. Hmm. Because of one small study found that... So basically Alien yeah. 3 is what they're talking about, right? Shipped them off to a, to yeah. a planet and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, it was actually really big in the early 90s. Um, this this chromosomal anomaly was written up in, I mean, like, Journal of American Medical Association, The Lancet. It, it got a lot of press. Yes. So. It, it started out with just that uh, this woman, Patri- uh, Patricia Jacobs, um, studied a bunch of people in a Scotland hospital for mentally disabled people and found six people... Uh, sorry, nine, nine people who had this XYY extra chromosome, so had 47 chromosomes instead of the normal 46, and said, well, they must all be criminally insane. So there was a lot of... Sure, jump to conclusions. <laughs> yeah, so there was, uh, it was not great science. And then um, Mary Telfer, who was a biochemist here in the States started kind of throwing around all these stories, hyping it up, including saying that Richard Speck must be XYY. Uh, and, and there was a lot of talk of, oh, So he, it was basically sh- a witch hunt, like, with, well, by all the witch hunts, every, any, anytime. Uh, mostly it was, it was stories in Time and New York Times and stuff like that about how they just used this person, uh, Mary Telfer, as a source, right. as their only source. And she mis- misspoke and said, oh, yes, a genetic analysis has been done of him, and he's uh, he's definitely y- XYY, where there was one test done of him, and it was it was sent to the guy's lawyer saying, no, he is not XYY. Yeah. And it cut, tried but to be corrected, tried whole, to be corrected. It's the whole, whole witch hunt thing. I mean, it's, it's like when the kids were accusing the babysitters of, of witchcraft <coughs> uh, and satanic rituals. Well, right. no, because this guy actually did commit murder. But... But the point is that they use one testimony okay. and blew it out of the water, or blew but it up. She didn't testimo- testify in the court. I, 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 right. It was the public opinion. Exactly. Okay. Right. It was she- all done. And so you had this public uh, groundswell to do something about something that really didn't exist. Right. In other words, the XYY chromosome yeah. was this 
mark, this guy had the mark, throw them everybody that has him in jail. Yeah, this this no. woman Telfer basically said, well, a lot the the XYY few people that she had studied all had bad acne. So she assumed because uh, Richard Speck had bad acne, he must be XYY. So a lot of bad science and a lot of bad reporting because they didn't really check. They just used one source. And, you know, a lot of this kind of bad news kept um, staying in the popular vernacular. Sure. But also eventually got its way into textbooks. Right. And it's still trying. People are still having to correct it. Yeah, it got made it into textbooks, and it actually is recently, and I mean, probably the past 15 years, I mean, it's still referred to enough that Law & Order did an episode on it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes their science is okay, but a lot of times they use that's junk ex- science. Right, but yeah. the example is, is, though, is how pertinent and or how pervasive the whole story of the XYY chromosome was. Yeah. I mean, just how much it literally infected how people thought. And it's, it's you know, you get back to that whole idea of you want to be able to explain why somebody just goes out and kills eight people. And if you can sit there and say, it's genetic, it's they're genetic, just they're just broken. It's a lot easier to say than, I don't know, he's just fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. In, in the story I told about his upbringing, you know, the, the stepfather was... I don't know if how physically abusive, but definitely ver- verbally abusive. Beat, you know, kind of beat down his personality. Mm. You know, he obviously passed along this idea of, you know, it's you can deal with your problems by drinking and stuff like that. And he didn't. Well, do- that's, no, hold on, that's not a bad lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a bad lesson. Don't listen to me. Continue. <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff in his formative years that kind of led to. Criminal behavior, maybe there was some genetic stuff, but it's a mix of both. You can't just explain it away with, you know, one genetic trait. Yeah. It's not, there's not an evil gene. It's not gene. all nature, it's not all nurture. It's exactly. It's a combination of, it, yeah, it of, prob- of probabilities of both. Yep. It's all quantum. Oh, Gary. <laughs> quantum. Quantum. Quantum leap? No, just quantum. quantum. Oh. It's all about the quantum. I thought it was the Spelled unicorn. Spelled with a K. I thought it was the unicorns. What? No, no, Unicorns is is North Korea. Korea. (laughs) I don't know what the hell's going on now. Pay attention. Keep up, man. Come on. What? (laughs) We we leapt off the cliff. (laughs) The fiscal cliff? Yes, the fists of cliff. That was my favorite Cheers character. So, Richard Speck. Yes, born sometime... Sometime in 1941. 1941, December Um, 6th. And died December fifth, nineteen ninety one. Oh wow! So relatively recently, but yes, he. So he lived a long and full life, life. in uh, prison. No. Most of his life was in prison, and uh, yeah, it's, he so was sent. Paul. He was sentenced to, to die with the death penalty. Yeah. There was an appeal, but then Illinois repealed the death penalty, and he was changed to life in prison. Actually, it, the Supreme Court reversed the death penalty for a while. Hmm. And all of, of the United States of the of the United States in the early seventies. I am an ignorant fucker, aren't I? State and rights. What happened is, is that when it when they everybody who was in prison on death row was basically commuted over to life in prison, and then when it was reinstated, it's considered double jeopardy, which is why people like um, Gary the, 
the, the <laughs> no. Oh God. Charles Manson. Thank you. Charles Manson can't be put to death. Okay. Charles Manson had received the death penalty, but when it was commuted back over, they couldn't basically go, well, we fucked up with that one, and we're now putting you back on death yeah, row. Yeah, double jeopardy kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. If I'm using that right. If I'm not using that term right, please, write in, lawyer, friends, people. So, speaking of people who have written in, oh. how about some viewer mail? Viewer mail! Insert, insert viewer mail jingle here. Viewer mail, viewer mail. No, we did that last time for something else. Viewer mail, dun dun well, dun. Viewer yeah, mail. Yeah. Dun, well, we dun, actually we've had <laughs> quite a bit of uh, viewer or listener response, I should say, because we really have viewers. No, no. It's viewer a podcast. Mail. <laughs> um, one of I like to think that we're a listener- podcast for the deaf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we've got one named a, sh- a, a shamanic who likes the podcast, who's left us a review on iTunes. Um, Thank he you. likes the fact that we swear a lot, so... Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, the one I wanted to to read... Uh, Curse, damn you! Hold on. <laughs> we have another one by MC. MC? MC. MC? Who thinks that I am um, a bit snobbish. Yeah. I think that's a well, nice way of are. putting it. It's because you're a girl. <laughs> I, and here's the thing, like, I don't think that... I talk that much when it's a subject that I'm not really familiar with, but god damn it, when it's anthropology, y'all better fucking listen up. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. She never listens. She she doesn't realize that I actually cut out all those segments from the from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna teach me how to do that when I have to edit? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the key is to do it and survive. <laughs> Oh, it's Donna talking again. Cut that whole section. <laughs> wow. Boating accidents. <laughs> so is this why you, you're you always making fun of me, Gary, and not Donna? Because she could kill us all? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You, you have yet to threaten uh, my life <laughs> in a serious manner. Not out loud. Yeah. Oh. Um, I know there was one, one review you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um... So this is uh, just actually left a few days ago by G. Quinn, um, and I'll just read it fairly quickly. I discovered that this podcast about a month ago, and and I'm friends. <laughs> I'm now in the process of going through the back episodes. I like the format. I like the people and their breadth of knowledge and their presentation. Well, okay, we'll stop for a second there. Breadth of knowledge. I we're just amateurs. I, have, take I like everything to think I have say, a wide breadth of knowledge, thank you. Just right. not yes. a lot of depth. And quite some depth on some some issues. On some issues, I'm like have... the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to or, that. Or, or, hey, or a, s- a lot some, small inland sea. On some issues, we've had <laughs> a quite a yeah. bit of depth. The raw milk episode when we brought Dr. Allison in. Yeah, that's, that we was... needed to bring in a ringer to actually sound like we were talking about. <laughs> we knew what okay. we were talking about. Okay, engineering stuff. When Gary gets on his engineering geek thing, yeah. have we ever of... talked about an engineering story? Well, yeah. we talked about the satellites. <laughs> kind of. You, you got vaguely. your engineering geek on, correct? Yeah. Okay, let's admit it. If there's a dead body involved, I'm like all yep. woo, yay! Or an ape? Or an ape? <laughs> Great. Craig, what's your superpower? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, Donna can't think of anything. <laughs> no, you. Well, sex. okay. Sex. Sex. <laughs> Gay. 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that brought up Adam and Eve.com, actually. wrong with that. <laughs> well, speaking of criticisms of Greg, uh, I will continue with the review. My only suggestion for a better podcast is for them to lock Greg in the bathroom when they have an interview guest. He sure loves to interrupt and step all over the guest's audio. It's really, really annoying. <laughs> Other than that, great show. Now, this criticism, I will completely and utterly take as, yes, you are completely right, G. Quinn. Yeah. Um, having edited the pot, the interviews that I did from Skepticon, I, I told Gary after I finished editing them that my biggest thing in going through them is to, that I was thinking the whole time, shut up, Greg. Shut up, Greg. Shut up, Greg. <laughs> No, but, I, but, you, but you learn. I learned. And, and the other problem is with locking you in the bathroom when we do the interviews is you're the one that's generally doing the interviews. So that might be interesting. Well, we'll just to... lock you and you just have to yell through the bathroom door. I was thinking I'd slip questions underneath the door and you'd c- come over and read them one by one. There you go. Yeah, just yeah. So follow them into whatever bathroom they go into and just talk to them. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm so used to our conversational style where we're just kind of going back and talking about whatever. Where yes, we do talk over each other once in a while, you know, once or twice an episode, maybe. <laughs> that if, I'm if, just so if more used. Episode to- means minute. I think we're on to something. Yes. So I'm so much more used to that. Plus, I'm not a professional interviewer, so I, I take the criticism. You are absolutely right, G Quinn. That um, I need to learn and improve and be a better skeptic about myself. So, yeah. Yeah. and if anybody else has other review type stuff go on over to itunes and give us a new review it's always helpful i know we have at least one or two iffy reviews that say we're not that great but hey that's okay yeah and like you know i mean we we each have our own style and i've noticed that when each of us gets passionate about our subjects we do try to monopolize the conversation (laughs) which is problematic because gary's style is a neat hat (laughs) <laughs> doesn't translate over well on a podcast. No. So uh, go on over and leave us a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. Um, or send us an email. And we got a couple interesting emails this week from listeners. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things we haven't done on the podcast recently is the Web of Trust. Yes, that's we true. We have not given you a, a site to go look up and review on the Web of Trust. And Rob P. sent us an well, email. Well, you can say his full... F- Full first name. He said his name okay. is Robert. Okay, Robert P. Sent us one. <laughs> no, no, let's anonymize them. They they may not. Uh, wait, we'll anonymize, call them anonymize, anonymize, and and an, 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 anonymity. They may not. I'll shut up. That's oh, why well, I'm not saying. His well, last okay, name. his initials are R P, so we'll just call him Erp. 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 <laughs> so Erp sent us an email, and he sent us to <laughs> a a website, um, world Com. I think we may need a spelling on that one. Warning now, your woo meter will be pegged. Oh, I I only spent about three minutes on it. Yeah, I've, so yeah, I, I, I would yet. say that a good 30% of their stories are all about how GMOs are trying to kill you and how they're horrible for you. But they are. <laughs> um, <sighs> aspartame is linked to cancer. Yep. Um, uh, some things about like flaxseed oil or pomegranates will cure everything. 
and and there's some. So basically, all all the wooey stuff is it's, uh, it's a conglomerate site, is what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of it is based on natural stuff and health. Yeah, but so it's not quite quite on like the conspiracy theories or ghosts or anything like that. Yeah, that I can tell, Ex- unless you think GMOs are conspiracy. So shut up, Greg. G- what? <laughs> <laughs> that- GMOs there are a conspiracy. <laughs> Everyone knows this. You're not and, pom- and pomegranate juice is is a wonder drug juice thing. Uh, oh, they, well, they, that's why they sell it for okay, so expensively in cool little bottles. There is I- another study finds. Um, oh wait a minute, that's a different one. All right, well I might as well just say another study finds GMO compounds in 100 percent of pregnant women and fetuses, or fetus I? I don't know. <laughs> well, what does it say? Fetuses. Well, then, yeah. I don't know if that's correct, but you know. fetuses. You don't know yeah. if fetuses is correct. He doesn't know it's the correct. Should it be feet? Well, it says fetuses. It's not Latin, so fetuses. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, is it Greek? I don't. Is it Greek? Then it would so. be. It's fetuses. Fetuses can be any race, creed, or color. Donna. <laughs> Fetopodes, I think, would be the correct. Fetopodes, then. <laughs> well, that's for octopus. It's not oct- no, it's not. The correct... Octopussy. No. Octopus is actually... No, wait, because... Uh, it's octopodes. The word is octopodes. So, yeah. Lo- you know, fluoride is... <laughs> fluoride is going to kill you. Yes, GMOs are bad. <laughs> um, GMO, GMO, GMO. Anti-vax stuff. So, world.banoosh.com. Give them a rating. And, and I, you know, there's some annoying ads on there, but mostly it's just probably bad information rating and you don't have to rate them bad on say child's well, maybe child safety if they're saying you shouldn't get vaccinated, but do, you know, do look around the site, vote your conscience. Yes. And, and don't just give them across the board zero, 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 because if they're not maliciously sending viruses, then they shouldn't be rated bad in that way. But if, uh, and by the way, to our new listeners, we're talking about the web of trust, plug-in tool that you can install by going to, I think, mywot.com. That's W-O-T. my, W-O-T. Yes. Um, and just install this plugin into any of your web browsers, not on phones, I think, just on your computer. And yeah. you can rate websites on ones you think are safe and ones you think are red, danger, danger, safety word websites. We also had another interesting email. Yes, this one made me very happy, and I just wanted to kind of scream the the subject line. You guys are way ahead of me here. I, okay, <laughs> I have no idea what so, we're talking about. You want to start talking anymore. about it, and I'll read it since it's sent. Shall we're I start? assuming from a female? Well, yeah, I think so. It's from Nicole L I B at or, well Nicole at L I B. I guess I don't know. Oh, is this the test chamber one? Yes. Okay. The subject line is RE-TEST CHAMBER! <laughs> I, it, it just sounded very superhero. Maybe it's thinking of you and your radioactive heart test this week, but um, just got this fun... It, it just tickled me something fierce that our skepticwire at gmail.com address got um, an email saying, this is Nicole from Mixian LIB, environmental simulation industry here. We wish to express our desire to trade with you. We provide a comprehensive range of products and services to the environmental test in- industry with high quality and best price. Why the hell did they email us? It, they just 
spammed I, I, no, a million is, email addresses. And yeah, this is we, this is my fault. I've actually been uh, incorporated Skeptic Wire and you know sending out uh, spam emails myself. Oh, okay. Uh, trying okay. to do testing for this. Well, so for some product. reason you felt we needed a salt spray corrosion test chamber. Yeah. Yes. Because there are products such as temperature and humidity test chamber, temperature test chamber, constant temperature and humidity chamber, ozone climatic test chamber, salt spray corrosion test chamber. Yeah, you can find the uh, ozone climatic test chamber on adamandeve.com. No, I was going to make that joke about one later on. Damn. Solar energy PV device test chamber. And my next one, this is my favorite one. Rain box test chamber. Box, get it? Huh? Yeah, no. we got it. Okay. UV weather <laughs> test crazy. chamber and the xenon lamp weather resistance test chamber. Please feel free to contact me if you want more details. Best regards, Nicole. Yeah, well, she didn't. She didn't she capitalize, did... sir. So first of all, I'm offended. Oh, it's obviously then a spam then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did. I'm give sir, us... capital S, and you better when I when you say it to me, I better hear the capital S, sir. Not she sir. she sir. did give us her Skype. So we could Skype her in for an interview because she lives <laughs> in China. Oh, well, I know some people who, who know Chinese. <laughs> so I want to take Chinese. I've been thinking about it. Well, that may just be the address of the company. Xian okay. Lib. I mean, that's probably liberal. <laughs> or liberated. Right. Maybe well, she's I, walking around China with or, no bra. I just wanted to or talk about... libations. Oh, no bra and a beer. My kind of woman. I'm calling her. <laughs> <laughs> and her, her phone number and fax are right there. Awesome. You can fax her. She's at Hotmail. On Adam and Eve Duncan. It's just fun when you get these spam emails and they're so transparent. It's like... You know, this may be an actual. Maybe it's just it's it's a real service. The, we are skeptics, and therefore we are probably testers of yes, things. Yes, but the subject line is re test chamber, as in reply, as in we sent her an email first. But I'm not going to be adding this person to my contacts anytime soon. Thank you very much. But I don't know. I'm adding. You may not be entertained, entertained by this, dear listener. But I thought that was kind of fun, and I just wanted to run around te- yelling test chamber because. Because there's actually no exclamation points on her R-E. Yes. Exclamation points. Yes. And but it's not capitalized. It, it's I, I know, but it seemed very... Uh, like <laughs> like it's something that you would... Uh, you know, a, a super villain would say, Raise the test chamber! And, no. you know, James Bond would be dropped in with sharks and... So they would put James Bond in a test chamber? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not. I'm a mad scientist, or actually a mad engineer, but we won't quibble about that. I haven't actually tested this test chamber out, this chamber of death, I shall call it. We shall call it the test chamber of death. No, notice that the, the actually they do test it out because they always throw a minion in there. That's true, <laughs> but they don't have a test chamber of death available at uh, this company, unfortunately. You know, they, I, I'm missing. Yes, they, the... they provide them. Not a test chamber of death. Well, yes, but if they did that, if they labeled it that, everybody would get one. Oh. So it's probably it's kind of like an off-label thing. Yeah, Mad scientist supply company. It's probably the salt spray corrosion test chamber. See, now that is a chamber of death. That's exactly. a co- that's code for something. Okay, yeah. rain box test chamber. So the salt so spray is up. actually like an acid. Yes. that sprays out. Yeah, you know, from 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 the mummy. 
They use right, that okay. salt spray. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Now, where do the sharks come in? Because I talked about dropping a sharp. Well, that would be the rain box. No, I, I would like you. You drop in James Bond. It'd be hard to drop, you drop in the sharks. sharks in the middle of a desert. So no, you just drop the sharks in, and then the acid goes kablooey, and you don't put any water in there, so the sharks are really pissed off. They're thrashing around and biting everything, and and He's not only are way the, too much about this. <laughs> not only are these sharks thrashing around and biting everything. Is this your? Then the acid hits you. Is, is this your form of or a the boating shrooms. accident? <laughs> I'm not threatening you, am I? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just want to make sure. I mean, you're going to have a test. Hey, Gary, come back and see my test chamber. You're like, what? No. The way you phrase that, well, you makes no, me think that makes, so like, that no, makes it sound like adamandeve.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes you sound like he's talking about his penis again. Okay, I don't always <laughs> talk Star about Wars my penis. Helmet. <laughs> Please, you're my will. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Chewie spit up all over me. <laughs> I'm not getting out of here. Before. That, that reminds me, I gotta trim my Wookie sometime soon. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh! We're sorry about that, dear listener. <laughs> what are you talking about? You are a Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the reason why I hesitate is Wookiee was often a term used around um, when you went to Grateful Dead shows for a particularly hairy, dirty, smelly, patchouli, hippie at a How dead does show. How this not describe the you? Particularly patchouli, you don't like patchouli, hairy, non-showering kind of hippie. Like the white guys with the dreads. Still not kind making of a distinction. Well, you know, he's not one of those, damn you and your patchouli stink. <laughs> okay, like on the spectrum of dirty, unwashed, smelly, dread-wearing hippies, ah, dread-wear, okay. the Wookiees were on that upper 30 percentile. Or a lower 30 percentile. De- yeah, depending on how you feel towards <laughs> people who wear patchouli, I gotcha. happen to fall on the, oh, that smells like so, shit. So the Wookiees would also be likely to go to a fish concert. Yes. <laughs> okay. So they're, they're sort of Or a over. spin doctor's concert. Okay, sure. There you go. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we've talked enough about our skeptic wire mailbag. Yeah. But speaking of test chambers... And specifically, salt spray corrosion test chambers. Perhaps we do know a company that has used one. And there's an American company, an American company, company from America, that has sent little surfboards. Actually, they're not little. They're about Actually, six foot, six pretty? seven foot long uh, surfboard looking things that compared are compared to wave. Godzilla. They're little. Yes, it, compared to Godzilla's big toe, they're about the same size. So these are uh, you know, surfboards that are solar and wave-powered, and they sent them from the West Coast. From Monterey Bay. From Monterey Bay. So the West Coast of the United States. Of the United States, because they're an American company. Yeah, okay. American. American. M-U-R-R-I-C-A-N. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't know if they'd say that in, in California. But regardless, no, they, they sent four of these suckers out, and two of them Wait were... a minute, they're wave-powered, solar-powered, and they have suckers? Yes. So they're octopi. No. They're really? Do we have to have that conversation 12. again? <laughs> I just wanted to piss that off. Let's keep going, Gary. I hate you. Fuck the I know. 
Um, Octopoos? <laughs> Octopodes have octopoo. They're octopods. Octopodies. 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 Are you going to the orgy? Why no, Caesar, I am not. <laughs> I'm going to the Coliseum to watch lions eat Christians. <laughs> And anyway. you wonder why I hate both of you. No, and why not one I little bit. think that I am better than you most of the time. I have never once said, I wonder why Donna hates me. <laughs> <laughs> there are life's little mysteries. Yeah. That is not one of them. <laughs> this this company called a oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> the company was named Oh Bugger. Oh Bugger. This, this company called Liquid Robotics. Created uh, four things called uh, wave gliders, and they are solar powered and wave powered robots, and they're yeah. autonomous. Are they robots in disguise? No, kind of. no, they're actually robots. Okay. Although one was bitten by a shark, so maybe to sharks they may be in disguise. But anyway, what they were doing is they were sending these. Two of them were supposed to go from California, uh, Monterey Bay, to Australia. And then two of them were supposed to go to uh, Japan. And so these were launched in 2011. And this week, actually on the 5th of December, the first one showed up in Australia. So it is now holds the world record for the longest single autonomous robot travel. Which I know, and Since I was, the Pacific Ocean is a lot bigger than like those desert tracks where they have the autonomous cars drive around. Yeah, but those are only a couple of miles. Exactly. Maybe uh, I think the longest one is 120 miles. But that's really cool. And the other thing is that while it's out there, it's sending back data. It's taking samples of the ocean, and it's uh, uh, taking a barometric pressure, and it's sending back a wave. Phytoplankton information. Yeah. It's sending it back. A lot of information. Let's just so they they had one that got caught in um uh, not not one of these but that caught got caught in the hur- uh, Hurricane Sandy. So it was released from the East Coast. This no, other yeah, one. They they have other ones. Yeah. Okay. So they they're they're going all over. But so this 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 particular group got got the world record. And that's the ex- really exciting thing for everybody. Cool. Um, but one of the things they also saw was a rogue wave and a rogue um. Uh, a Mutant? burst burst of wind. So it went up to like 100 knots winds, I think is what they said. And these these are things that sailors have been talking about for centuries. Just suddenly this big wave shows up or this big gust of wind. And people say, yeah, whatever. You know, because there's no proof. It doesn't yeah, show up on... Yeah, it's just like sea monsters. Yeah. Well, and, well, they finally have actual data that this stuff just comes up real instantly and goes away. Right. Um, they were also... It's going to help... Ships reduce fuel consumption, measure carbon output, helping with fishery management, oil and gas exploration. They're and they're seeing things that satellites are missing, like um, plankton blooms and algae blooms. Um, so it's, there's so much information that these things. So are. it's it's kind of like a robotic surfboard tricorder. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Now. The other cool thing about liquid robot, ro- as if a robotic surfboard wasn't just tracing awesome. across the seas exactly. wasn't awesome enough. Well, first of all, they they are um, supported by uh, British Petroleum, which I thought was rather interesting. But so we'll we'll have to give uh, BP kudos on uh, this. Well, they've got kudos from <laughs> yeah. one, just not for for what the they one did thing, in the yeah. Gulf. Yeah. So there's a thing yes, called the that's the only bad thing they've ever done called the Pack X Challenge. 
And this is going to be a PAC-X mission. And it says, uh, so, quote, provides a unique source of ocean data in real time at an unprecedented scale. And so uh, Liquid Robotics is, is doing this challenge. And there were five finalists that are trying to win $50,000 that BP and PAC-X uh, research are, are giving away. And one of the finalists is Tracy Valario from the University of Texas in Port Aransas. Cool. So, yay, Texas! We're not all yokels, although he is wearing a hat. But <laughs> <laughs> I wear you, hats. You too. wear a hat too, yeah. Gary. But the other four people aren't wearing hats. Yeah, but three of them are from California, and one of them's from uh, Massachusetts. Well, we all know no one from California ever wears a hat. No, but one is wearing a scarf. I also want to make a mention. <laughs> make mention of this. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> That yeah. Liquid Robotics is offering all the data for free. Oh, yeah, that's right. Register at their website, and you can download the data that the Wave Riders are transmitting back. Yeah, and so there may be some very interesting stuff. So all of you uh, oceanographer, grad students, PhD students who need data for your thesis might want to take a look at that, you know? Cool. Yeah, it now, doesn't help me at is all. Is this the same company who made those MTV animated shorts back in the 80s and 90s? No, I think that was Liquid TV or something. Okay. So, so yeah. really cool. Uh, big kudos to Liquid Robotics and BP and all the and the five finalists, and especially, hopefully, uh, Mr. Valario can kind of win this thing. Come on, win it. Go Give to it Texas. In addition, like I said, <laughs> the fact that they are... Letting their data out for free yeah. is it's, just uh, to me that's it's, awesome. It's so. really cool. Well, we, we've I've said this before: is you don't know where the next innovation is going to come from, and you don't know who's going to give that to you. So providing it is kind of cool. On the other hand, the the world consciousness. Uh, program also provides all of their data for free too. So is that the one that stores boxes around the world and everybody has to think positive yes. thoughts about one box to try to change a random number? Yes. And, and they they claim they claim that the entire world felt the the big earthquake before it happened, uh, the one in Japan. I see. And the and also they also claim the one in Thailand or near Thailand in 2004. I'm going to hazard a guess in saying they're anomaly hunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're cherry picking. Cherry picking. Anomaly hunting. Yeah. So, that's all I had to say about that. So, that is a cool robotic surfboard, and the company that makes it shares its data with everybody that just makes you feel really happy, doesn't it? Happy! Well, I came across something this week that made me unhappy. Great <laughs> You know, there was a there was a study, uh, or at least a headline recently that I read, <laughs> and and the uh, the synopsis underneath that 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 said that uh, those who are considered to be liberals and consider themselves to be a liberal mindset tend to look at positive things, and those that are more conservative tend to look at negative things. I was forced to look at this. <laughs> Well, okay, not entirely forced in that I could have defriended this person a year ago, but part of me wants to see what the other side is saying. Exactly, that's why I keep my conservative friends. And I will reply to their stuff, like I commented on this guy's posting of this story, and berate them and show them where they're being evil people. And then Evil? Yes. Okay. In the colloquial 
So something that something that made Greg mad. You know what? I have to come up with a theme song for that. Something that made Greg mad. Something something that made Greg mad. Yeah. Greg is mad about something. What are you mad about this week, Greg? A, a an opinion piece written by a person named Greg Quinlan. Oh, Quinlan. first of all, they stole your name. Yes, <laughs> he stole my name, Quinlan. <laughs> Wait, is he a medicine man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all, okay. All, all of my television references are pre ninety. <laughs> it's okay. We still love you, Greg. One of your conservative friends posted. On his page on Facebook, an article. Yes. And you read it. Yes. And got mad. Yes. And now you're going to tell us about it. Thank you for explaining Facebook to us, Gary. <laughs> tell us about it, Greg. It is on... I Okay, before I start this, if you want to read the full article, I'm actually going to copy and paste the text over at our blog, skepticwire.blogspot.com, yeah. because... I don't want to have this website being given any more links than it has already. Yeah, they'll get like a, you know, couple of tenths of cents each time. And that adds yeah. up. Yes. Don't send your outrage to them. Well, send, well, your, send outrage. your outrage. Just don't go and yeah. uh, So I, I'm going to copy the text. I'll, I'll put the, the, the name of the website. and What's the you... name of the website? I'll put the full link on right. there if you want. If you want to go there, fine. But just if you want to read this pile of crap... Then, well, you can probably just Google his name. Yeah. Dr. Greg Quinlan, medicine woman. I don't think he's a doctor. Not Dr. Greg Quinlan. <laughs> Not medicine woman. <laughs> yes. The Okay. The the website is lifesitenews.com. And from some of the other articles that we're posting up there, a lot of it seems to be kind of pro-life, anti-abortion stuff. But this person's uh, opinion piece was titled... Why homosexual, quote, marriage, end quote, single, uh, signals the end of heterosexual rights. <laughs> and I also love the fact that it's under slash news and not slash opinion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, now, granted, this is from October 31st, so it's a couple months old, but my rage on this is fresh. Um, I don't want to read the whole article, but I, I, I kind of need to yeah, at least you're give you're posting it. it. Yeah, I want to give like the first couple paragraphs, kind of give you an idea of what's going on here. The homosexual push for equal marriage, otherwise known as genderless marriage, can only lead to a ban on heterosexual rights. With a president in power who endorses gay causes and readily misuses executive orders and emboldened by the numerous wins for gay rights at the legislative, legislative and judicial level, homosexuals now have moved beyond equal rights to the more equal than you level. Quote, unquote. As a result, gay organizations are working to ban the practice that they fear the most, heterosexual behavior. Witness <laughs> the ban on heterosexual therapy successfully pushed by the homosexual groups in California. Even though, <laughs> even though no evidence exists of a gay gene, quote, parents in California are now prohibited from taking their children to see a therapist to resolve the ch their child's unwanted same-sex attractions. Here's the paragraph that... So for parents who discovered that their son has been molested and is now sexually confused, their only option 
is to make an appointment with a gay affirming therapist because unlike heterosexual affirming therapy, gay affirming therapy has not been declared illegal in California, even though such therapy has not been proven beneficial by the APA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now I, I'm going to let you go, and yeah, then I'm going to jump this, in. Yeah, this kind of... So that gives you a sense of what this guy is talking about. And the only other thing I will read is from what the a few paragraphs up from the end, the first sentence... As a former homosexual, I understand the gay's dread and absolute fear of heterosexuality. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that that says there's so much wrong with this, hilarious. So that kind of tells you, frames what's going on here. He's... Well, he's playing the the conservative straw man. Yeah, he's... Well, he's... He's saying that the the gays Sexy have problem. this agenda and they're trying to stop homosexual heterosexuals. Gays from do being have an agenda. Let's be honest with that. Gays do yes. have an agenda. It's to have equal rights. Yes, but that that the idea that equal rights means that straight people can't be, be straight people yeah. anymore. Right. That they that heterosexuals are somehow going to lose rights. They're going to lose the right to get married if we have gay right. marriage. They're going to lose the right to raise their children. If we have gay adoption, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it I, at all. Right, and it's like I'm a, like society is not just going to implode upon itself if my friends, example, Matt and Alex get married. They got legally married in Iowa a couple of years ago. Congratulations! The world has not stopped spinning. We still have four seasons every year, although you can't tell that from Texas. But <laughs> The world is not going to blow up because amazing podcaster, for some reason we're on the same level as Dan Savage because we also do a podcast, but amazing podcaster Dan Savage, he's going to be able to get married in Washington State. The biggest thing that's going to happen with that is a big fucking party. So Dan Savage getting married is not going to lead to you know, heterosexuals being told that they can't be heterosexual. Yeah. Or that you know it's, it doesn't it doesn't diminish anybody's marriage. That's what always pisses yeah. me off. Is my parents? Oh, it'll diminish. Me. Really? How does yeah. it diminish your your marriage if somebody else gets married? But yeah, I mean, yes, gay marriage is one step in the battle for equal rights for for LGBT people. I mean, don't forget the Q. Yes, sorry, LGBT. <laughs> they keep on adding. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of getting annoying. <laughs> yep, off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. There we go. The idea that, like, gay marriage is the first step towards Armageddon or something, it's really how a lot of these arguments are couched. Mm -hmm. And especially with this guy, Mr. Quinlan, you can see kind of the the hate that is is actually kind of self-directed hate. Because as a former homosexual, quote-unquote, he... He, you know, he's directing a lot of this vitriol towards gay people and the gay organizations as just these horrible, horrible people that are just trying to take over the world and are going to, you know, stop everybody from being able to be who they are. I, I, I know that didn't make a lot of sense, but no, yeah. it, it does, and and it's it's a little bit of the the projection, yeah, because it always seems it, it seems to me that when they say such things. It's something that they would like to do. But this guy is trying so hard not to be, I think, I mean, he hates who he was and who he is. Right. 
And so he's projecting that to all these other people. And that's to, to the nth degree to yeah. say just he, he's the, the people who are so afraid, uh, hateful of LGBTQ people are more than likely the people who are so afraid of being it themselves, mm-hmm. whether they've had a passing thought or, um, or actually are full on gay or maybe just a little bi or, you know, they've you know looked at Brad Pitt and thought, ooh, sexy. That doesn't mean you're a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. And it so, doesn't really mean that you're gay. No. <laughs> Unless you want to, you know, start, start going down on this knob or something. In which case, <laughs> that might be a, yeah. an indication. So, speaking of, doesn't necessarily mean you're gay. Um, the sentence that, in the third paragraph that I read that really pissed me off is, parents who discovered their son has been molested and is now sexually confused. Mm-hmm. It's that old kind of Freudian idea of, you know, you didn't identify with your father and you, you know, couldn't, you couldn't get to that Oedipex, uh, Oedipex, uh, whatever, complex. Oedipus. So you couldn't get to that Oedipal complex kind of stage. So you couldn't imagine fucking your mother. So in order to be more masculine, you want to go out and fuck guys. What? That's that's really what a lot of the I mean you know I took <laughs> that make it even no a, a lot of the Freudian stuff is really kind of convoluted that way in yeah. that you know you had a distant father who you didn't identify with so in order to recapture that masculinity you want you engage in homosexual behavior okay that makes it because you want the intimacy from the man right that you yeah. didn't get from and that's I think part of yeah. A lot of these conversion therapies deal with a lot of that, exactly. or at least that's what I saw on Dr. Oz the other day, which oh, kind of touched on this yes. episode. I watched it very briefly in the middle of editing stuff, and just <laughs> I'm just I sat there just dumbfounded at points with because okay he is a we've talked about Dr. Oz okay Dr. Oz we've talked about Dr. Oz before. You know, he's Harvard educated and everything else. And he's bringing these people on like, like he really questions, you know, whether or not conversion therapy works. It doesn't. Yeah. In the vast majority of cases, it doesn't work. And just, I mean, just reading this guy saying, especially with that, the statement that you read about, you know, as a former homosexual, I, you know, he's still identifying He's what he's saying is is that I'm still a homosexual at heart. I've just yeah. learned how to it's, tolerate the he vagina. Doth, he doth protest too much, but it's it's really kind of that conservative idea that I'm going to beat that down, no pun intended, <laughs> and 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 squash that part of my personality. Where a lot of the the times where where they've where any kind of gay cure therapy has ever shown any quote-unquote success it's been you've got like 30 people try it and 15 drop out because they're not going to do it and sometimes the people who do that study assume that the people who dropped out were were converted back to heterosexual so they didn't need the therapy anymore (laughs) and then of the people who are left who are quote-unquote cured the 15 percent of who was left who said they were cured um they don't they don't increase in heterosexual desires and behavior. They just decrease their behaviors and what they will say out loud about right. homosexuality. Yeah. Now, not all of these beha- these behavioral therapies are about, you know, electroshock th- treatments or something out of Clockwork Orange, where they're, 
you know, well, no, I mean, you know, showing gay porn and then you know taking a hammer to your testicles, which some no, do. Uh, some are just talk therapy, but still, it's it doesn't make you heterosexual. It just makes you express less homosexuality out in the open. Right. Yeah. You. It's it's repressive therapy. Yeah. Oh, not even therapy. Yeah. It's repressive um, training. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of squashing down all those all, all of who you are into this little lump that causes this cancer of your brain metaphorically of of self-hatred and and just not being able to identify who you are. Yeah. And that that and you know the reparative therapy stuff which is essentially what this guy Quinlan was was writing about about the the ban in California of reparative therapy for anything anybody under 18. Mm-hmm. Um, that all of this stuff, articles like this, reparative therapy, all of that leads to just a reinforcement of the negative feelings towards gays from people who are not gay, who are in evangelical or religious or just, you know, I don't like the gay kind of squishy like ooh, that's goo- you know gooey. I don't want to deal with that. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to see it when I'm walking around. Exactly, and it's disgusting. It it reinforces a lot of self hatred amongst people who are gay who are out who aren't out yet. Sure, and have no opportunity to be because of the whatever social, uh, family or, uh, job situation. Right? Exactly. I did a little unscientific poll on Facebook. Before this episode started, where I asked, uh, I just put out a general question of, you know, my LGBT friends, um, how young were you when you knew? Were you molested as a child? Did you ever try the reparative therapy? How did shame and ridicule over being non-hetero affect you? And how did your self-image change when you came out? Now, only a couple people responded, but they were, you know, they said they were basically preteen, kind of maybe upper single-digit ages, so they were of an age where they could figure things out for themselves to a certain extent. They were not... Neither of them were molested as a, ch- as a child. You don't become gay because you were molested as a child. That has been proven wrong, yet people like Quinlan still spout this kind of crap, which adds a lot more stigma to being homosexual as the idea of that you have to cure it, that you have to be better. It's not in the diagnostic manual anymore to be gay. It's been out of there since the 70s. And they both responded that, you know, they had a lot of negative feelings towards themselves when they were pre, you know, when they pre came out, before they came out, which was a lot of bullying. They just felt bad and they improved. They felt a lot better when they were open about themselves and said, this is just who I am. I'm not hurting anybody. And, you know, you, you, just like us as atheists, we can at least kind of understand that it's a great burden off your shoulders when finally you're like, I can just tell, you know, Uncle Wally that I don't believe in God. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And you can get past that. So it, it, it just shows. I, I just uh, just to wrap things up, I guess I it it sickens me the the just the hate and the vitriol that comes from people who are so anti-gay, and and that's really what I posted on this friend's website that you know the the homosexual agenda they're trying to you know banish heterosexuality. <laughs> Do you really believe this? 
you know, do you realize how much damage this kind of talk does to people? You know, how much do you really hate gays? And if you really do, there's something wrong with you. Mm. And, and, you know, we talked earlier about, I don't defriend this person. Part of it is, I want to see what the other side thinks. And the other side is, I want to see how much it takes for him to defriend me. <laughs> it's just too- Yes, just keep yeah. keep sending sensible posts. But at least there's some progress in things like the gay marriage. He talks in the article about how you know you know gay marriage has never won at the ballot box. This was written back in October. <laughs> it won four times, four times in November. Time. Go fuck yourself, Mr. Quinlan. Um, <laughs> and and the idea and you know the he wrote this article because gay reparative therapy is being banned in California and it's talking about being banned in New Jersey now. That's progress. Mm-hmm. So it's it sucks for you know our LGBTQ friends and family, but there it's slow but sure progress. Yay! So that's what we need. <sighs> I feel better now, <laughs> having ranted about this asshole. And yes, he has that stare of a creepy, creepy man. <laughs> let's just you, want, you know what you want to add a few yeah, more let's to just, that. You, and the thing about it is, let's stop calling it reparative therapy. Mm-hmm. I hate that term. There is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with being gay. Let's put that yeah. out in the open. It's conversion therapy. Yeah. You know, you are trying to convert into something that you are not or that you desperately want to be. Or in the case, you know what? Yes, there may be some people who are confused because they were raped as a little kid by their scoutmaster or by whomever, whatever. It doesn't matter. They may just be confused about sex because they have a lot of negative feelings about sex, not necessarily who they want to have sex with. And you can go in, you can go on the internet and look up basically how many times this has failed. Right. And how many times not only it's failed, but has left the person scarred more than they were when they went in. Well, like the the, the one guy that was, this must have been less. Last year, two two years ago, the poster boy for reparative therapy. I know you don't like yeah. that, but because uh, he he went through with Michelle Bachman's yeah whole group, thing. And, and he is now out and oh, yeah, just a year later fabulous exactly. <laughs> and very very happy apparently. And he yeah exactly he is very very happy and and all you know in I you know honestly we can say in general. It doesn't work. It don't right. work. There's some people who are highly motivated for religious and cultural reasons who really, really try. And some of them kind of quote unquote work in that they just learn how to pretend to be heterosexual and then just have these the self-hate for the rest of their life. Right. But most of the time, like you said, it doesn't work or... Or they just kind of give up. You know, and, you know, you ask your, your, your friends that question of, you know, when did you know you were gay? I ask you the same question. When did you know that you were heterosexual? You've always known that you were heterosexual. I'm, I'm thinking. Same with you, right? right. I'm, this is something that I never question. Why? Why do we as a society feel that it's okay to question a gay person? Well, when did you discover this about yourself? It's kind of like asking yourself, when did you decide to be black? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I certainly heard from from my family is like, oh, well, you know, homosexuality is a choice. Yeah. Like, okay, if and if that's a choice, then when did you choose 
to be heterosexual. I mean, obviously, you can choose then to be attracted. So are you attracted to other men? They're like, oh, that's disgusting. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you didn't make a choice. You didn't make a choice of that. It was innate in your preference that you prefer... That you prefer your tab A to go into a slot B. Right, (laughs) right. So, logically, just even on the surface, it just doesn't work. Well, is... Is tab A into slot A something different? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't think it's slot A, though. Well, it starts with an A. Oh, good point. Could, uh, uh, could start with a B. True. <laughs> or, just, or a G. Oh, so uh, tab P into slot V versus tab P into slot B. Or G, gluteus, yeah. Now I have to be slot A then. Really, really, this is what you guys glom onto. Thank you. We gotta get the terminology right, otherwise people don't know what we're talking about. We are experts. (laughs) People have to know what we have decided. But, you know, like I said, I mean, most of the people that I've... Because I've met a couple of people who've done the conversion therapy. They are miserable. They put the smile on their face, but you can look at them and see they are miserable miserable okay and i'm sorry looking at the picture of this guy he's not very happy (laughs) well this is just his i'm a serious author conservative with the crew cut haircut kind of thing they're not not very happy people those uh, but in it like i said i mean popular conservatives the tide is changing and in 20 years our kids are going to be saying what the fuck were y'all thinking? Actually, nowadays, most of the kids are more likely to think, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, but it's it's going to be yeah. one of those... Like, in our generations, the whole idea of this oppressive, inherent racism against African Americans seems so foreign to us. It just... it To me, it's foreign. Yep. It's a foreign idea. To many our, people. Unfortunately, kids, I, I do know people who are racist. Right. So. Our kids are going to be the ones who are going to be like, how in the world did you hang around people who were mm-hmm. who who were homophobic? Yeah. Just to be clear, not our kids as in the three of us sitting around this table. No, our I am kids. so not having You're talking children about this, with either one of you. The generation. Okay. In, yes, in the general. The next ge- couple of generations. Okay. Coming I just wanted to be He's clear. kind of hopeful there. <laughs> <laughs> my tab v is shut to the both of you okay <laughs> well there's other tab. options yes and i said Wait, tab. tab i meant slot <laughs> let's move on to something a little bit light-hearted shall we shall sure. we shall we we don't often touch on uh entertainment uh, news i thought you were going to say we don't often touch on sex no no, I wouldn't say that. Why would I say that? I don't know. That's why I was going to ask you. <laughs> well, you What's the matter to? with you, Gary? <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. We do often talk about entertainment news, especially when the entertainer does something stupid, such as going with homeopathy or speaking about anti-vaccination or whatever. When something comes up, we like to... Mm, address it. something banter. comes yeah. up. Just yeah. something? Anything? It appears that uh, Lindsay Lohan, who has all kinds of news problems, uh, being whatever problems she has, she's apparently always in the news, but um, she, yeah, she, she assaulted someone recently, and according to the 
to the news, she uh, Lindsay Lohan punched this person in the face. And this person happened to be a psychic. This person was a psychic who had a premonition about Lindsay Lohan and offered her a free reading, and they got punched in the face. Well, first L- Lindsay Lohan called her a fucking gypsy, right? Then punched her in the face, right? And and then they don't really say that they punched her in the face or what happened. They say that she later they say she got pushed. The sorry, the psychic got pushed and not punched in the face. But then they say that she's. A swollen and embarrassed. Right. Or aggravated. Well, at least the HuffPo said that punched her in the face. But. Yeah. And so I can't really... It doesn't really matter. Anyway, obviously the first point is the psychic had a premonition, but didn't have a premonition about her punching the psychic in the face, which is greatly <laughs> amusing to me. And the other thing is uh, the psychic Mitchell, something something Mitchell, um, says that she called her a fucking gypsy. And then Mitchell's friend went ballistic over the, quote, racist comment. And then so Mitchell's husband, Wayne Stevens, said, We are not gypsies. That has nothing to do with our religion. It was a racist comment. Is it a racist comment to call someone a fucking gypsy? Actually, well, yes. Because yeah, they're Romani. They're not gypsy. The, the, the correct term is Romani. They, they, they are a, a group. that It's yeah. kind of like saying Jewish is racist. Because it's not just a religion, it's also a cultural a group. group. Right. And but, all, the, all of the people that I know like that, they prefer the term Romani, not Gypsy. But that's Romanian. No, it's, it, it, okay, it, it's, it's a, okay. like a subsect. The, the group that, that is the traditional Gypsies prefer being called Romani. Mm, Romani, even if right. they're like in Serbia or Croatia. Hmm. Okay. In the Ukraine, they so prefer it, to be called Romani. No idea. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tribe of people, so it could be considered racist as opposed to um, countryist or. Yeah, or, I would I would honestly would have never known that because to me a gypsy is just uh, a wooey a person. term. Yeah, yeah. a wooey person that wears light clothes and dance around and, um, uh, with the symbols with the, the hand symbols. Okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia, also known as gypsies. So, I will... But, at the same time... If, if they weren't gypsies, why were they so insulted yeah. by the word gypsy? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me, because she's not talking... She's not calling her a gypsy because of her race. She's calling her a gypsy because she doesn't believe in the, the whole... The, the uh, psychic. Psychic thing, which... Sorry, Romani, I was about to say gypsies. But traditionally, gypsies, Romani, are supposed to be psychic palm readers, tarot card readers, and And, and along the same lines, a lot of people who who set up shop as psychics use a lot of Romani slash gypsy accoutrement to kind of, you know, they drape shawls everywhere and they have beads and and, and a head cloth. So it's a a style. Yeah, they uh, a lot of people who pretend who who claim to be psychic use that to add the aura of psychicness to their persona, right. even if they're not Romani or or right. gypsy. So so now this is this is the right. So now be, because I don't understand the the whole Romani thing, suddenly I've changed my terminology. Right, I, I understand a little bit on how a racist might feel, <laughs> except for the fact that I have 
absolutely no hatred, dislike, or whatever towards any of these people. You, were, you I, had I no opinion, you were just ignorant. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, and I, I don't like using this term, and I'm, I'm going to use it here, though. I, it would be like Lindsay Lohan walking up to George Lopez and calling him a, fuck, a fucking spick. Really? Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, the couple of Romanis that I know literally take the term gypsy that seriously. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's well, a very... Need to, they need to get on their cultural education well, No, they're a very insular... Well, then they, if they're not, if they're not going <laughs> to let it, people it, know... <laughs> it, it's kind of like as if, if, like, the Amish had some derogatory term towards them... They wouldn't tell us about this because they don't want. They don't care about anybody else. They yeah. just care about their own okay. people. But okay. So then, then the other problem is a failing on the Huffington Post or ABC News for not pointing out that calling someone a gypsy is actually racist because it's not listed in the article. They just say uh, Mitchell's husband Wayne Stevens says that it was a racist comment. Well, well, okay. For those of us who don't realize that it's a people and not a lifestyle or a group of traveling people it would be nice to have more information it it perpetuates the ignorance so okay so I'll stop now I have to so who do we make fun of then we make fun (laughs) of Lindsay Lohan we make I guess we make fun of the psychic just not because she's Romani we make fun of the fact that the psychic a didn't see the hit coming, and B, why couldn't she have had that premonition six months ago before well, Liz and Dick? Because I am sorry, that is two hours of my life that I am never <laughs> getting back. Maybe this psychic, uh, what's you her name? Uh, Tiffany Mitchell. Ava Mitchell. Tiffany, very spiritual name. I think it's Ava also. Ava? Not Ava. Ava Maria! <laughs> I don't know the song. Uh, <laughs> not bad. Uh, maybe she's one of those psychics that can only see the events that happen to other people, that the the third eye is closed off to, Im- to things that happen to herself. So she saw Lindsay Lohan getting mad and punching someone, but couldn't see it was herself. Right. So she went to warn her and said, you know, I need to give you a better reading so I can tell you when this is going to happen. And just like the the prophecy in Harry Potter, she made it came come true. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Let's just drop this train of thought. It's, it's, yeah, it was it stupid was just anyway. Stupid, yeah. <laughs> it's a stupid story, although, as we find out, uh, quite informative. Yes. I learned something. But now, Yay. you know what? I still need someone I can disparage. <laughs> I would say disparage Lindsay Lohan. Fucking skeptics. Just do what you always do. Disparage me. Yeah, okay. You and other skeptics. Awesome! You can be my lightning rod of hate. <laughs> lightning rod! <laughs> speaking of lightning rods... And speaking of stupid, <laughs> I forgot to put together the lightning round this week, so we're going to we're gonna try improvising a lightning round based on just the headlines of all the various stories that um, we uploaded to our Facebook page this week. And if it sounds like crap, then Gary's going to cut it. <laughs> yeah. So, that brings us to... Lightning Round! Lightning Round! Lightning Round! Okay. Are, are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Who's going first? 
Donna's typing, so Gary's going to go first. Yeah, I won last time anyway. Let's see. Make sure this is working. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll just kind of go at it, and when I finish the first question, go ahead and start timing. Okay. Um, a TV channel in Turkey find um, a... A, a Wookiee? <laughs> I haven't started yet. The government of Turkey fined a TV channel in Turkey for airing a supposedly blasphemous episode of blank. Uh, Seinfeld. Simpsons. Simpsons. Start with Ness. Yeah. There is a study released this week uh, listed in the New York Times that li- uh, linked a routine blows to the head to long-term what? Uh, uh, brain damage to uh, mental things. Yes. Um, in Indiana, the um, courts ruled that uh, blank cannot perform marriages as the celebrant. Uh, secular people. Yes. Um, this drug, blank, has been used to uh, experimental treatments with PTSD. Uh, ecstasy. Um, a Serbian village council uh, issued warnings to, that a blank may be on the loose. Vampire. Um, Congress, uh, held anti-vaccination hearings last week and popular blogger blank blogged about it. Uh, ranting, uh, ranting, ranting. Oh, who rants? I don't know. No. Okay. Phil Plate. Oh, Phil Plate. Um, North Korea, North Korea's, uh, has announced that they found a blank, apparently. A unicorn nest. Blair, but yes, good enough. (laughs) Uh, one of our listeners, Richard Hannes, posted a story about a new robot that is... Um, Powered by poo! Yes. And uh, Richard Hannes... Um, How does food become poo? Go ahead. Uh, there's a uh, someone saying they sent a manifesto to Congress saying they will send a copy of their blank manifesto. Geek manifesto. Yeah. And I'm done. I don't know why that's not very loud, but it wasn't. All right, so that's about seven or so. What do you mean seven or so? Seven or so, correct. Uh, how could it went ding? How many times ago ding? <laughs> Seven. There we go. Seven then. Seven point two. Okay. <laughs> Donna, you're up. You have to beat seven point two. Okay. You sound so thrilled. I'm dealing with work. Alrighty. Well, pay for a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, to help deal with astronaut insomnia, they have started developing. Um, Special blanks for the space station. <laughs> I don't know. Insomnia light bulbs. Yeah, the the light bulb. Okay, I guess you got there in the end. I, With some help. <laughs> yeah, I said light bulb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, Smithsonian Magazine has an article how about blank behaves weirdly in space. Fire. Oh, yeah. But no video. <laughs> That's because um, you can't hear it scream. <laughs> A, a student at blank quit this this um, recently because uh, he was an atheist and didn't West want... West Point. Yeah. Um, a, a, a study lit, uh, was released that linked um, allergies to excessive blank in tap water. GMOs. <laughs> yeah, uh, drugs. Pesticides. Pesticides. I'm still saying GMOs. <laughs> In 2017, the Navy is going to discontinue using blank for mind finding and will use robots instead. Dolphins! <laughs> uh, NASA announced this week that they're going to spend a new send a new rover to blank in soon. And the end of space. I don't know. Mars. 
don't know anymore. Um, <laughs> Why are you digging for, when I answer? Do I not have an appropriately male? male I, actually, I don't. Never mind. My voice is far too feminine. Um, videos for Blank were released this week from the organizing team up in Missouri. Skepticon! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, do one more. Do one more. Um, uh, She can't win, but do one more. New research this week uh, raised more hope for a blank for men. Birth control pill. (laughs) Yeah, what she said. (laughs) I'm. She's totally lost. I okay. Your your rather stilted question. I was. was This is like the worst ten thousand dollar pyramid ever. (laughs) Oh, wait, it's a $100,000 pyramid now, I was now, improvising off what I could remember. Do you guys remember when it was $10,000 pyramid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. $100,000 now. I didn't think that was even still on as a show. I don't know if it is or not. Yep. It probably is on the Game Show channel. Reruns. Is that what it is? Just I reruns there? Can uh, I make a small announcement? Because I just got a No, a you already notice. did an announcement at the beginning of the show about your uh, films. Well, no, apparently <laughs> another ahead. film that I worked on has been voted the audience award winner for the once a week online film festival a movie called took where we took hook and taken and smashed them together it's hilarious cool go watch Um, it congratulations donna you know i i mean i worked very briefly on it but you know always lend a hand and so want to thank um the guys at taylor trash productions uh taylor james johnson and dylan altman um we'll post another link so everybody can go and see it. Linky so. goodness. Yeah. I like linky goodness. So speaking of le- linky goodness, oh, linky goodness. <laughs> if you want to see the horrible, horrible um, I hate homosexuals post, I'm going to put that on our blog. But if you, you know, with a link, if you really want to go see and make sure I'm not, I copied and pasted everything correctly. Um, and, uh, you know, write us a line if you want us to talk about anything interesting next week. Yeah. Oh, I have, a, I, I have an update as well, actually. Oh, cool. Just real quick. Um, I got radiated, irradiated. Oh, that's right. I got irradiated on Monday. About, you had your bionic I, test. My nuclear test. Are bionic. you now getting angry? No. Nothing Nothing seemed to happen. Was there a spider involved? No. They, they, God damn it! They, they injected it into a vein, and had, it was all, like, scientific. Um, but the cool thing is, I, I, I did the 12 minutes on on the on the highest setting, so I was very proud about that. Even though I haven't run in the last month. Yeah. But the, the other thing is that you have to sign a waiver, and they they list the the possible side effects of this. And of course, the last one to list is death. <laughs> I like, always have to list that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. Technically, everybody who's been given a radioactive test has eventually died. Well, yeah. But just like everybody who's ever taken a bath has eventually gotten wet. And died. Everyone and died. Everyone yes. who's drink water has eventually died. Yeah. There's a pattern there. So, uh, it was, so I'm good. So you're healthy. As far as that goes, as far as heart health, cardiovascular, yeah. I'm fine. Mentally, we're all fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think everybody at this table is kind of, yeah. woo Sure. <laughs> all right. So thank you for joining us. The... <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for thank you for joining us this week. See, I'm closing. See, last time I forgot. So again, for the fourth time, thank you for closing. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll talk with you next week. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Being pure. Oh, the robot one. Okay. Yeah. There's several robot stories this week. There are. Robot dolphins. Robot, robots instead of dolphins. Robot dolphins. <laughs> Uh, the robot homosexuals. The, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> the robot that can protein like fold itself into any shape. The transformer robot. Robot insomniacs. Robot lobsters. Lots of ocean stuff this week. Robot <laughs> lobster. Ro- robot lobster. Ooh, robot lobster. <laughs> when we start doing live shows again, we're doing that. <laughs> Tin robot rusted. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to start the show. I am having problems reading. So we're we just doing the. Uh... I gave my vagina away again. Sorry, what? <laughs> that having... explains a lot about you, Gary. And then, and then the the one about the the wife. Hold on. Uh, one about the wife. Yeah, it says it has wife in the title. Regardless, uh, every time I, I keep on, I see wife, I keep on reading it as Wi-Fi. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Wife takes on right to die fight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.